entertain you on a giant screen with a few colorful motion pictures you've been hearing about and reading it's about. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. We're delighted to have you with us. They're driving theater. You'll find something to please you to add to your evening's enjoyment. It's pleased to bring you our Fifi feature presentation. Station. What's up, everybody? How's it going? It is another Monday. We are live here in the Drive-In Speaker Box Studios. It is Monday night, 8 o'clock Central Standard Time. Mm-hmm. Wherever it is you are, if you're downloading this podcast, wherever you download your podcast, you can always tune into the live stream, which we're doing right now. We're doing it live. Doing it live. We're doing it live. <laughs> I'm your host, Bo, the Boom Operator. I'm Slick Doggy, the Grip. And this is the Drive-In Speaker Box. Uh, for those of you that are already tuning in on Twitch for our pre-show, you know, we, we do like the pre-game, like the Super Bowl, dude, and we talk just whatever. It doesn't always have to be about music but we're our, our movies, but we're here. Uh, Shout-outs to Tyler and uh, YouTube, just one of our first YouTube live viewers popping in there. Um, but, yeah, we were just talking about um, we we're just talking about stuff earlier on Twitch, but if you want to... Get involved with that. You can follow us over on Twitch, but you can follow us on Facebook or YouTube or whatever. And you can always jump in the Discord throughout the week and uh, chat with us about all manner of insane things. Um, uh, like Velvet Santa just said, both likes Scotchy Scotch, Scotch Scotch, which I do. I actually, scotch, I do enjoy I scotch. scotch, and it, and it took me a while to enjoy Scotch. I didn't think I would, I would really love it as much as I do. I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say like love, but I really enjoy it now, and I've, I've got. A um a certified diploma in Scotch whiskey from the Edinburgh Whiskey Academy, which is uh, fancy boy acknowledged by the government of Scotland uh, and Ron Burgundy. And Ron Burgundy, of course. Uh, but anyway, we're going to be talking to you about movies tonight, so thanks for joining us. Uh, I went and caught the film Missing. I know it had been something that was missing from our reviews of the past few weeks. Um, unfortunately, like I wasn't at my local AMC, so I had to go to another theater to catch it because it's it's um, AMC's playing a lot of those o- Oscar uh, movies that got nominated, so they're pumping those back into theaters and probably trying to get ready for one of this weekend's releases, which we'll talk about uh, later in the show. But uh, what did you catch? What what did you check out, Jay? Well, first, hey, movie Albert. Uh, I went and watched another Telugu movie. Well, go figure. Yeah. Well, you know, I was looking at everything that was in our theaters, and it's all stuff that's been out for a while. Because while I do want to watch Plane, I feel like it's too far. Did into you hear its, it's already got a sequel? Yeah, I was going to talk about that in just a little yeah. bit. So it's already had an, its sequel announced. Uh, but um, a, a, as much fun as that would be, I would like to see a new movie that you might have a chance to watch and everything. Uh, if, if you're lucky enough to have them. So I watched Amigos. Amigos? Yeah, it's Like the three Amigos? Kind of, yes. Do the, is it a Telugu film with the Spanish name? Yes. Are they, are they Indian guys dressed as Spanish guys or Mexican no. guys? Uh, there's nothing to do with Mexico or Spanish anything. It's just called Amigos. It is about three people and i'll talk about that more when later in okay. the show all right well um there you have it folks that's what's coming up uh, on the show but this is the time where we talk about what happened over the past um week uh we're going to be talking about uh stuff that that, that that went down i know it's not movie related news it is hip-hop related news but uh one of the members of de la soul passed today at age 54 um and i you know i grew up loving de la soul actually had uh maceo dj maceo he was the third member of de la soul come and play the first year um did uh, they ever make an appearance in fresh prince did they he Um, talks about them a lot in that show well yeah because they were incredible you know, I mean, De La Soul um, just, hey, thanks, Night Alishly, for the cheer. Um, really just made um, hip hop what it is today. You know, they're very instrumental in, in creating what we know as like the golden era of hip hop. So, um, you know, uh, Vince says right before uh, Three Feet High and Rising is going to be finally on Spotify. Like, well, because, you know, one of the things that people don't understand about like early hip hop and some of those uh, boom bap. Um, genre uh, hip hop artists is a lot of the stuff that's a that's a subgenre. Okay. Um, they uh, 
they were this was before all the piracy and IP and you, you like you could go crate digging at a record store find an old you know funk or disco record and sample that and then you know record it on a cassette tape and go play a show and then they were getting record deals and getting famous this was before all the intellectual property law started to come and mess everything up right probably and, because of that and, well it didn't help yeah and and so because you you see Sugar Hill Gang getting famous off of someone else's song and that funk band is like. Wait a second. That's us. Hey, so we, we didn't play for these dudes. It, it really did change and revolutionize music because, you know, uh, and it also showed us that, you know, that lawyers take the fun out of everything. And uh, but anyway, you know, uh, the dove flying away, age 54, heart problems, sad day in hip hop world. So um, that happened today. That was a little bit of news. But movie news, movie news. Um, they greenlit a sequel to Plane. They did, and it's called Ship. Okay. So like Speed 2, maybe? Or Under Siege type, oh, type movie? Where, where Under Siege rules. But Under Siege 2, Choo Choo Train edition? It's not bad. I mean... It's not as good as the first one. No. The first Under Siege... But it has Tommy Lee Jones as a bad guy. I know, crazy yeah. Tommy Lee Jones with his cool boy leather jacket and Gary Busey is the traitor that's As like helping him always out. always the crazy traitor guy. No, Gary he's B- not. Gary Busey's always a crazy blank. Point blank, uh, point break. Yeah, he's but he was guy. still crazy. Well, yeah. That's true. Yes, uh, Velvet Santa says, plane to ship, colon. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I really hope that they call it that. I hope that they do the, uh, the uh, glass onion thing and they call it plane two ship and then what's plane three gonna be like mac truck oh you know that'd be, that'd be cool yeah or train i guess you could do train yeah or, um, or i like the mac truck thing they could just be in the back trailer of a semi and like they're like the whole thing takes yeah be like the, what was that movie that was it um kurt russell was it like breakdown or something where it was about like this the kidnapping bunch of mac truck drivers that like take his wife and he's like gotta go get her back um i can't remember uh, i don't know I think I, I think it was. This is Kurt Russell movie. Like desert trucker, evil there trucker was, movies. There was a lot of those in the late '90s, early yeah, 2000s, I don't care where you're like that. driving down the long, like dusty desert road that's mm-hmm. in all the movies, with, and then the one shady. Yeah, it was breakdown. There we go. And there, there's like the one shady gas station to go pump gas, and they're like, "You ain't from around here. You make a good target, you and your pretty wife." Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, "I don't think I like this area." And then they get in the car and like, "We got a flat tire. Can you fix our car, sir?" And and then the mechanic comes in there and cuts their like oil line and going about 50 miles. We're going to go get them because they're going to stop. Yeah, and, and as someone that, well, that works in a repair shop, those movies have damaged mechanic like reputation stuff so much because people always assume that's what's going to happen. Is like, Yeah, you're going to cut our brake line and yeah, yeah, like come kidnap va- us. vacation or horror movies and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Velvet Santa said he's been on the USS Alabama where they filmed Under Siege. That's pretty that cool. That is cool. But, uh, but that, I think that's one of the reasons that I really love Tucker and Dale versus Evil is it turns all of those tropes upside down. Oh, where they're the country boys. Then at the like, gas station. They're supposed to be the scary guys, but yeah, they're the good guys. They're the good guys. Yeah. Uh, that's such a good movie. But um, anyway, uh, other things in the news. A lot of, a lot of the stuff that, that, that was popping up in my news feed from this week um, was Super Bowl related because there was a lot of big trailers that dropped over the Super trailers, Bowl. Trailers, yeah. Um, you know, probably the first... Oh, you, well, no, no, no. I, I was going to say the big one that a lot of people were talking about, at least in my news feed, is because it was the first time anyone's seen a full-length trailer, uh, was The Flash. And uh, we were talking about it a little bit in the Discord, and I watched The Flash trailer last night as well, like everybody else. And, uh, yeah, there was a lot of good uh, commercials, as some of the people in the comments were saying. I don't have cable, and I don't watch football, so I saw The Flash trailer today. Okay, well, you've seen it, right? Yeah. And, I, you know, as I said in the, uh, our Discord chat uh, last night, uh, I, I think I understand DC's decision to not scrap this movie despite Ezra Miller. It's their reset. It button. is. The reset. It, it so, is. They have to have this movie. They're like, they, ah, you know they want to just kill Ezra Miller because like we they needed this movie. They, uh, they, they brought friggin' James Gunn in and everything, and, and he's using this as his DC 52 um, 
whatever uh they call it what infinite earth or mm-hmm. whatever and the, it's their it's their reset for it i was like the the, the when the x-men did it they're like oh guess what timelines <laughs> everything can change <laughs> velvet santa says they should have just uh cgi'd grant gustin onto ezra miller and got rid of him completely well they, they could have they could have they they, they did it to um uh oh what's his name uh, a few years back when yeah he, they were, he got in trouble they replaced him with christopher Plummer. Christopher Plummer, movie. yeah uh, like, uh kevin spacey mm-hmm. Uh, well, this movie trailer, though, had so many killer things, and they could have done Green Gustin because they got rid of that stupid, like, uh, cable work and armor piece Flash costume that made no sense, and now they have him in, like, a sleek Flash costume, and they have the Flash ring, which looked super yeah, sick. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And then the Batman costumes... Both Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck I know. have the gray and the blue, I know. like comic books, like it's supposed to be, and it looks so cool. And then the shot of all of Michael Keaton's uh, Batman suits—oh, he's in it! He's in the movie, and well, I, that, that, I didn't that enough. I didn't is, realize how much he was going to be in the. Well, movie. he's a badass Batman. He swoops down and beats those dudes' asses I know. and stuff. I thought it would be like, but he's still stiff-necked. Well, of course, because he has to be, because it's Michael Keaton Batman. But I thought that it would just be like, okay, yeah, we're getting Michael Keaton to reprise his role, which is him. You know, the Flash is going to pop out of a Speed Force bubble, and then Michael Keaton's going to go, "Oh, I'm Batman. What are you doing here?" And he goes, "Poom poop," and he's like, "Out." You know, I thought that that was going to be it, but no, he's like swooping down and doing a kick, even though it's a stomp double. But he's there. Yeah, dude, and, it looks sick, but. His costumes. He had a Thomas Wayne costume with the with the double guns, mm-hmm. which is super cool. There was a uh, scuba Batman suit on screen. So you know how every time a Batman movie comes out, there's a slew of toys, and none of them are from the movie, but they're so this cool. One is it's like Rocket Pack Batman, Scuba Batman. There's a scuba suit Batman, and uh. it looks so friggin' cool. And it had the Batman and Batman Returns costumes in the I background, know. too. It pisses me off at how much I want to see this. And as Movie Albert says over on Twitch, Keaton's too old to be Batman. Which uh, is, no. Well, I actually agree. But look at the world we're in. Indiana Jones is too old to be anything. Uh, Liam Neeson's too old to be a guy with a set of skills anymore, unless those set of skills are peeing his pants and eating his banana pudding like you know there are like so many of our action heroes like Arnold Schwarzenegger is too old to be doing anything but he still does stuff that's like oh I think he's gonna be in a new Conan so Um, I need I need Conan the King I need that uh, in my life this Uh, this is I'll see it you know that's what we got so stunt we just need his face we need his voice Velvet Santa says neon green Batman every time a movie comes out there's always a neon green Batman uh, uh toy uh and and knock solid says keaton should have been old man batman for batman beyond no it needs to be clint eastwood clint eastwood needs to be old man batman uh, especially now that kevin conroy has passed and kevin conroy can't be old man yeah. batman even though he was in the uh uh the flash tv show yeah, the, 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 or like the whole one. cross of the of the arrowverse uh, which just showed that he's a great on-screen Batman already. He could have been on-screen Batman. So e- either Clint Eastwood uh, or you know R.I.P. Kevin Conroy. Well, and the thing, be the, old man uh, Albert, to to you know your comment again about Michael Keaton being too old to be Batman. He, if they were to do this right timeline of Batman, because Batman is Batman up until he's like an old guy. Like, you know, you got Batman Beyond where Bruce Wayne's literally in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. you know, and. Uh, no, he's and- not. He, he walks with a cane. I thought that he had like a chair in the Batcave where the had no, like, that's in in like Kingdom Come. He has to walk with an exoskeleton. Because that's what I was thinking. Yeah, because he yeah because he got really messed up and getting gotten old. But yeah, you know there are old Batman stories. Michael Keaton's probably a little too young to be costumed, but kicking Batman. But I'll take it. The trailer looked okay, and I don't even like comic Dude, book movies. Everything about it looked super rad, um, except for Supergirl. I'm not super jazzed about Supergirl. When I thought it was Superboy for a second, I got real stoked, and oh, then when geez, I saw gender biased, no, no, because <laughs> when I saw that it was a Red Sun version of Supergirl, that's probably not evil. I, I instantly lost uh, some of my interest. Just well, she might be evil in this. One. You never know. Nah, she's. It already shows her teaming up with him and everything. You don't know she multiple be... times. Well, I guess that's true. But like a dark-haired Kara, and she's there in place of Superman and stuff. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know how I feel about it. But um, man, uh, did you see how stupid the little kid that plays young Ezra Miller runs? He's like and runs away. It's like yeah, oh, you're just... gonna have the kid that plays Flash run like an idiot. Why did um, Ezra Miller have to go like 
break into people's houses and physically groom, assault people and groom, groom people minors and, and yeah. like come on Ezra Miller why'd you got to do this DC needed this win yeah well everything about this trailer looks super sick and except for the the Christian Bale version of the bat cycle like the motorcycle oh. like that well, that's I, I the wish... one that all the, the the ticket buyers like What's good no, guy loved that bat. They could have made a different motorcycle and made it like a different and cool. But anytime I'm, I saw that 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 particular motorcycle, because you know the, uh, the Bat, Christian Bale Batman, the Christian Bale Batman cycle, I'm like, what if that cape? Like, what if he didn't have a good wind going and it grabbed and it under grabbed the wheel? Under the wheel and he's like, you know, yeah. it's like, oh god, Batman, what are you doing? That's so dangerous. Well, it'd be like the Incredibles. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So, um, as Knox said, that motorcycle's so lame. Agreed. I've never liked that one. I didn't like the uh, the cr- the crawler or tumbler. The uh, tumbler, is yeah, that what the tumbler. Yeah. I never liked any of that stuff. But okay. uh, everything about this trailer looked sick. I know it did because except for the Ezra Miller part, uh, yeah. But the Flash costume looked a lot well, better. And the thing that that, that that gets me is is go back and watch the the DC animated Flashpoint. Like it's or read it, read Flashpoint. It's great. Like that if they arc, would bring evil Wonder Woman into this. Oh, and evil Momoa, who just like rolls up and chops people's arms off, and is like, "You're dead because uh, screw you, dude." And evil Aquaman and Wonder Woman fighting each other oh, would be sick. It was, oh, it's so good. And and it, do yourself a favor if you do, and some point in all of our crusty dead souls because you know comic books have let us down. The movies, anyway. Go and watch that. If you want to feel that magic, go watch the animated Flashpoint. Um, uh, it's it's great. Who's the dude that played Negan in Walking Dead and everyone had that big boner for him for for a while? Because, uh, like, who's this actor I've never seen in all the movies I've seen him in? Uh, and, and he was the comedian in Watchmen. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I can't he, pl- he played Thomas Wayne in uh, in oh, that's the right. Affleck Batman or that whatever. That is right. He did. What if they have him come in as Thomas? That'd be pretty cool. Double gun. Um, and and movie Albert like De- Jeffrey Dean Morgan. The Thank thing you. about Ezra Miller is, I don't necessarily think that he's a bad actor. I think he's a bad person. And <laughs> you know yeah. the problem is that when you know Ezra Miller, you know, is arrested multiple times for assault and and you know uh, trying to have sex with minors and getting arrested by breaking and entering in Hawaii, like. You know, do we keep celebrating this guy? You know, and, and, and that's I know that the studios are having a hard time because this dude does not need to be in in a number one box office smash getting royalties off of this. But um, but you know, I I think that if if he just had behaved, it, it's hard for me. And I'm a guy who's really able to distance art from artists, but man, it's hard on this one. So, uh, but yes, he he is a, a good actor, though. I mean, he was good in Fantastic Beasts. You know, to see his range between no, what I'm saying is his range between his performance in The Flash to his performance in Fantastic Beasts shows that he can do more than say like Chris Pratt, who's like, it's a me, Chris Pratt. Like you know, he goes from being an angsty weirdo to being a bumbling weirdo. Yeah, because that's more range than half of the people we watch on movies right okay. now. You know, I mean. Are they Oscar-worthy performances? No, because they're not Oscar-worthy movies, and you know Oscars are insane. But I, I hate think almost that, everything about Fantastic Beasts. I think that you know him as a actor playing characters is better than a lot of people that I see in any Marvel movie. You know, I mean Chris Hemsworth is range. He's broken out of it a little bit, but you know Robert Downey Jr. hasn't flexed his range in a long time even though he's an amazing actor. I was going to say Robert Downey um, Jr. Is a he's an incredible actor. actor Chris but, Evans is a very good actor. But they've been pigeonholed into this like, well, now I have to be Robert Downey Jr. in everything. You know, go back and watch like The Singing Detective and Chris you'll Evans see some does real Robert that. Downey Jr. That's pretty cool cuz like when he did uh uh Knives Out and all that stuff. Mhm. Just being a total doucher and uh, not another teen movie and push. Oh, God, I forgot about that. It's really good in push. Um, uh, c- cellular. Oh, God, Cellular. Cellular is a good movie. That movie. Anyway, well, uh, so that trailer dropped. Other trailers that dropped. The Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. I didn't see that. You didn't see it? Um, I mean, it was, I, I, I don't know if I. I've, I've. It was only like a 30 second here. Just look over on my monitor and you can see, you know, the uh, de-aging process. You know, it's like, it, it was a 30 second teaser. It's him on the horse, which we've already seen. 
Um, it's it's you is know, he, is he at the Kennedy assassination? Is that what they're showing here? Well, it's a it's a I think it happens about the time of the space race, and it looks like a lot more of just. Indiana Jones doing Indiana Jones things that he probably shouldn't be doing at this age. There's still um, Nazi airplanes. Well, yeah, I mean, it, he's still got to fight Nazis because that's that's his villain. Indiana Jones. That's again leaning back into why Temple of Doom was the greatest. Yeah, not solid push does hold up. It's a good movie. The greatest Indiana Jones is the one where he's not fighting Nazis. I will die on this sword. Uh, Crystal Skull. No, he's fighting Nazis in that one, too. No, he's not. They're Russians. Oh, well, close enough. They all dress the same. Um, khaki. Yeah, with khaki is tucked in. I'm, you Temple of Doom, that's the best one. It is, it is the best one, and mm-hmm. it will stay the best one. The more, of them, the more of them they try to make, the stronger Temple of Doom becomes. And, uh, the, yeah, you're just feeding into the strength of, of Temple of Doom. There's nothing better than Last Crusade. Temple of Doom. We just talked about no. it. Uh, it's clearly better, better than American alligators in India chopping, chomping on clothing. Where is it? The book. The book right there. For those of you that are it's watching the It's a good picture. Screen. It's not a good movie. It, no, it's an amazing picture. An amazing motion picture. Uh, it's it's the best one. I don't know. Golly ball. Yeah, Flaming Heart. It was so dark and it was so, yeah, gritty. There was consequences. There were bugs. There was monkey brains. There was snake surprise. Yeah, there, there was, was the plastic beetles with the peanut butter in them that everyone's sitting there. Dude. <laughs> like that, 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 that made an impression on a generation. So... Uh, anyway, that trailer the dropped. The wall of bugs messed with me when I was a kid. I was like, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. are going to die. Some of the best gifts. Everything uh, comes out of there. Mark Landry, fun fact from YouTube. Those were authentic Nazi uniforms in Indiana Jones. Well. How about that? That were haunted by the ghosts of real Nazis. Um Temple of Doom, or Zimmer Hammer says Temple of Doom was pretty dight. Movie Albert says, did you see Triangle of Sadness? Uh, I have not seen Triangle of Sadness yet. Um, that is is been on my list actually. Uh, I that was what it's. I want to say is it playing right now? Let me see. I was gonna pull it up in my in my listing, but yeah, I think it's actually playing this week. Um, but I do want to I do want to see this one because it, it was coming out uh, in theaters around here. But I don't know that I saw anything about it. Well, it's the the one with Woody Harrelson. Um, looks looks pretty pretty awesome. Uh, he's the captain. But is it like Love Boat or something? No, you'll have to watch the trailer. It looks pretty great. Uh, Movie Albert says it's terrific. So <laughs> I need to I need to check that out. But it says that it's going to be playing at our AMC um, this week. So talking about boats. Uh, did you see that Titanic, with its re- release, brought it back up to being the number three most grossing film of all time? What? Yeah, it's like 25th anniversary or tw- am I that? That nice? many people came out to see it? Yeah, I guess so. Good lord. Kate Kate Winslet, Tetas on the big screen, or people with some culture. Yeah, it was the number. Are there to see the- Kathy Bates and my boy Billy Zane? It was the number three movie this past week. Dang, and it's the number three most grossing film of all time. Wow. But yeah, uh, Billy Zane wow. on the big screen, man. Why would you pass that up? Well. Bill Paxton? I mean, it's not a bad movie. It's <laughs> 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 the best part of the whole movie. It is the best part of the whole movie. <laughs> Uh, oh man! Everyone's like, "Where's the sapphire of the sea, lady? Where is it? Where's the jewel?" And she's like, "Let me tell you a story about my titties and a pencil." And everyone's like, "What the hell?" And she's like, "Billy Shut Zane's up, grandma. Yeah, Billy Zane's a dick." And then she uh, walks out to the edge of the boat. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Nana. Titanic's pretty sick. Oh man! But James the- Cameron's like, "I want to film a movie about Titanic. Let's visit Titanic for some research." And they're like. Mr. Cameron, you can't do that. And he's like, then invent the damn <laughs> they were gonna do <laughs> submarine. It. I drew the picture. Build it. On a napkin. And mm-hmm. it's just like a stick boat with him in it, like with a movie <laughs> no. camera. And uh, they're like, make it. Here's a billion dollars. Oh, yes, sir. I guess we'll figure this out. Um, you know, it's funny because the debate still goes on about, and, and, and it's gotten such a big internet presence that James Cameron addressed the, 
the why Jack shouldn't have stayed on the door when there was clearly enough room for him. And he tried to defend it, and it's like, no, you can't. You cannot do it. Um, <laughs> Vince says the best parts, Billy Zane be like, Picasso, psh, no one's ever going to give a crap about that. And then no. the audience gets tickled. Um, but here's something that I know that you want to talk about, Jake, and I, I want to make sure we cover it mm-hmm. because I know this is important to you. Um, and, and I saw it and I thought, man, you know, you've, you, you were probably at home shedding a tear, uh, viewing this over the weekend. And it was the fast X trailer, fast 10, your seatbelts, which everyone was disappointed that that's not the subtitle. Apparently Maria Menounos, when she introduced it at some party that, Maria that Vin Diesel like, uh, showed the trailer to before the Super Bowl, she introduced it as Fast 10, your seatbelt. So it, it, it was done Listen publicly. Listen to Maria Menounos. She tells me everything I know about movies before I go see movies. Yeah, and she likes wrestling. She's cool. Um, She's Maria Menounos. No, actually, uh, th- this this uh, this trailer, I was like, okay, Fast 10. Yeah, they can make up for Fast 9 uh, because F- Fast 9 was not, not with the rest of the series and where it should have been. And, uh, this, oh, is that where it derailed? Yes, and this got it. This whole trailer, um, not stoked about it, man. I, I like Jason Momoa, I like Fast and Furious, and uh, wait a minute, you're not stoked? Well, because I remember, yeah, you didn't like the last movie. It let you down. You finally started to sway over to my side of the table on Fast and the Furious, and go. No, everything Fast and Furious is perfect Ex- until nine. Okay, well there we go. Um, and this one is just a repeat of. Fast 7, they're doing the same thing they did with Deckard Shaw, or, or with, um, uh, what's his name? One more job. Hobbs. No. He's one, Shaw. Are you talking about his real name, Jason Statham? Yeah, Jason Statham. Oh, okay. right. so, I, was, I, I don't know his character name. They're, they're doing the same thing they did with, with, with Statham. You oh. still know how to drive? Yeah, All right. The whole thing is they're like, oh, remember in Tokyo Drift when Han got knocked over and then set on fire? Turns out it was Jason Statham the whole time. And (coughs) when they did that, it was like, well, that's sick. That's a cool idea. They've tied in uh, Tokyo Drift. And even though the cars are driving, don't make that much sense. Though, given any time you have a Veilside RX-7, it's it's dank memes. and uh, well, They, know, they are, know their audience. People are still Tokyo Drift in their 350Zs. Though, with the money he had, he'd probably be in a better, like, 370 or, or whatever. It doesn't matter. But the, the, the point is they tied it in, and it was cool because they, they were like here's how it works but now they're like oh remember the things that happened in the other movie turns out jason momoa was sitting right there and you just couldn't see him and it's like oh john cena lent jason momoa his powers you know you'd think after nine of these things like did you see the trailer for this of course i saw the trailer they're like for remember this. the scene in the last movie momoa was sitting right there and they're just like it's so stupid is. and the, the the thing that stuck with me of the trailer was the two helicopters using like spear guns to spear you know vin diesel's like the his og car right like his invincible like yeah, the three thousand horsepower nuclear three thousand try ten billion boom yeah and that was- and they like they they harpoon him and he's like they they helicopter lift him somehow his car still stays balanced instead of you know going forward because the engine's in the front and the weight well whatever physics and um and again not trying to argue physics uh, in an action movie i get it but what I don't get is while he's in the air that they have lifted him up into in the trailer. If those rear wheels make contact. It's over for them. They made contact with a cloud because he like went and like stepped on the gas and accelerated the car down back to the ground and then pulled the two helicopters. He got traction in the air because that engine was just so strong and he hit the gas pedal and then it went and the two helicopters couldn't keep up and they smacked together and he was like, yeah, this movie looks so stupid. It looks stupid. That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. That was dumber than the Fiero in space. Uh-huh. Well, was that a Fiero? Yes, it was. Okay, it was a Fiero. That was in the last How did I remember that? <laughs> because it's stupid. Mm. Uh, all the Momoa stuff looks so lame. 
Oh man, it does. And it's now just a, dialing it in. He's related to the Brazilian guy that they stole the safe from. So it's they're doing this. They're doing Fast Seven again, but with characters that no one cared about. At least Owen Shaw, you were like Owen Shaw's a badass, and he has that wedge car, and he's like a former SAS guy. And it's like you don't mess with Owen Shaw. He will <laughs> he will ruin you. He's he's like a badass guy. And now they're like, remember the like dirty Brazilian dude that had all the rings on and was stealing stuff and had way too much fake tan? Well, his cousin's upset. His family. And his cousin's Momoa. Yeah. Man. Um, it, I like Velvet Santa over on Twitch. He he suggested they need a PT Cruiser. And I would love to see a tricked out PT Cruiser. Just start putting front wheel drive, like front wheel drive commuter cars into Fast and Furious. <laughs> For as good as there was a Fiero in space, yeah, they're just gonna have um, Camrys and God, P- I wish PT cruisers uh, and uh, uh, little uh, what's the friggin' a Clint, Miata? No, Clint Eastwood. No, Miata's rear wheel drive. They're super cool. Uh, Clint Eastwood's kid. What do they call him? Uh, little Mister Mystery or whatever? Because uh, I don't. Kurt know. Ru- Kurt Russell plays like the mystery guy, and he's like oh, his assistant yeah. dude. They just have him in a Prius or or whatever. Like a tricked out Prius or a Gremlin. Yeah. That'd be dope. Or a Ford Fiesta. Like, that'd be pretty cool. Anyway, Fast X, that trailer dropped, and there you have it. And that's all the time we have for news uh, because we do have to talk about other things in this show. Okay, here we go. Hogwarts Legacy came out. Uh, it doesn't have anything to do with the movies except for it's the legacy of the movies. It didn't like set a thousand years before. A hundred. Okay, something. Like it takes that. place in the eighteen hundreds. Okay. Uh, it's a lot of fun, man. I'm having a killer time with it. That's where I've been. Sorry, I haven't been on the Discord, everybody. I, I've been obsessed with Hogwarts Legacy. Mm-hmm. See, I looked into it because I was like, oh man, the, the the trailer looked cool. I'd seen it. A lot of people talking about it, and you were you were sharing stuff like yo Twitch drops, and I was like, well, let me check this out. Let me let me check it out. And uh, and then I was like, okay, well, okay, let me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pre-order. I'm gonna watch some gameplay footage. And then it just looked like a first-person shooter. No, no, and not at all. Just like people running around doing, you it, know, stupefy, 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 stupefy. Like enemies that are coming at them. And I was like, oh man, this looks. So it uses the same fight mechanics as the Arkham games, okay. like that the Arkham games did. I don't play a lot of games. Uh, you ever play Assassin's Creed? Assassin's Creed took no. from. Okay, so anyhow, you you'll have yellow around you. That's when you press your guard or parry or whatever but the rest of it's you you cast spells as you want them to you combo them together it's a lot of fun it makes you feel like wizard stuff it's very cool if you like the wizarding world or harry potter everything's there everything is there except for uh, rowling and and good yeah they (laughs) they don't want her um it's a lot of fun. You get to explore Hogwarts and the Forbidden Forest and all of the towns around it. You get to see the train and, and, and all the stuff. Um, you can visit the coast. There's fantastic beasts that you get to collect and put in your room of requirement and visit okay. them and feed them and pet them. It's 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 a lot of fun. And everything that there is to like about Harry Potter uh, and the Wizarding World is in this game. And uh, all of it that sucks, like Rowling and the Fantastic Beasts movies. Been trimmed out. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're not there, and it all, it takes place before, so they can pretend like none well, of you it should, matters. You should you should stream some of that, like I've playing. Because I don't it. I don't necessarily want to play this game because I don't have a lot of time. Yeah, but I would like to watch you on our Twitch stream play some, and I'll I'll tune into that. Yeah, I've thought about turning mine on. The only thing is, it's like hard to talk, and most of it's just doing side quests, like grinding side quests. Isn't that all video games? These yeah, days? it's a lot of, it's fun, but I don't know uh, the uh, exact entertainment value of it, but yeah, I would. Uh, and the killer that's thing. That's half a Twitch, dog. Yeah, the killer thing is, I got it for free, baby. Hell yeah. Microsoft nice. points. Uh, anyhow, yeah, it's out there. It's a lot of fun. If you like anything Harry Potter, do it. Okay, well, there you go. Um, okay, well, let's uh, let's move forward. Uh, this is about the time of the show, the half point of the show, where we tell you what's coming out in theaters this weekend because it is a new weekend and there are new movies. There are two movies coming out this weekend. One of them's coming out a little bit early, getting that 5th, uh, February 15th release because they want to make sure that some people see it before the Marvel movie drops. But that would be February 15th this week, which is uh, in two days. It is the new film with Liam Neeson doing Liam Neeson things, although in a different time period. This is Marlowe. Film noir, late 1930s, Bay City, a brooding down on his luck detective, hired to find an ex-lover of a glamorous heiress. Or heiress, heiress. Why I pronounce the H, it's silent. Um, But yeah, it's got Diane Kruger, Liam Neeson, Jessica Lange. It's got, uh, you 
know, uh, Call Meany, you know, it's got, you know, O'Brien's in it, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alan Cumming, you know, Danny Houston, like, it's got a pretty cool cast of of people that um, are fun to watch on screen. And when's the last time you saw, like, a 1930s detective noir in theaters? Like, been a minute. That wasn't a, uh, a that wasn't a, um, like uh, what uh, Agatha Christie because that there, one was catch me or catch him if you can or what I think I just saw that one. There was one that you watched. Yeah, that was that one. See how they run. That's what it was. Uh, catch that, me if you can. Yeah, that was uh, Sam Rockwell. He was the detective. Okay. And, yeah, there was one. Yeah, it was like a and Ronan uh, Saoirse Ronan was in it as the like deputy, and uh, yeah, no, it was pretty good, but. Uh, Velvet Santa said they want to play Goldeneye again. Goldeneye is now on modern consoles. There you go. Well, uh, the other big movie that is dropping this weekend in theaters that you've probably seen enough trailers to make you never want to see another one of these is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania because that's where the name, the nomenclature of all these Marvel movies is going. What was the... What was the um, the uh, Doctor Strange and the m- mirror multi madness, and now this one's Gramania and whatever. So we're getting another Marvel movie, and which makes me sad because I like Paul Rudd. I really, really, really have always loved Paul Rudd. But God dang it, it's it, dude. He has been cool since forever. Like yeah. he has always been cool. I just uh, I want to see why Kang is so lame that uh, you know not even real Ant Man Ant Man can beat him. If like Ant Man by himself can take on Kang, that's lame. That is lame. Kang is supposed to be but if like the dude, an the, enemy. The that... cool guy from Clueless can take on Kang. Like you know, uh, I don't. It's. I feel like again, this is all build up, obviously, to Secret Wars because it's the only next big wars after they've done Infinity War. Secret War, Kang is the guy that that kind of is responsible for bringing all that insanity together, isn't he? I know he's involved in it, right? I don't, I, I don't pay attention to Marvel, dude. This honestly. was like '80s Marvel. Oh no, Secret Wars wasn't a Kang thing. He, I know he was involved somehow because that's where I got that action figure that's up there. Because uh, he was a Secret Wars, like, and I was like, ah, who's this purple guy? He seems really powerful. Um, but <laughs> hey, who's this purple guy? He had a cool figurine, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. that's what I based my. I was like, that looks cool, um, and I like purple, so he 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 was cool for me. Maybe uh, man, it's been a long time since I read comics. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. But anyway, this movie looks more like it looks so jumbled up and it, it just like why are we here i know there's famous people that that i that i'm supposed to care about and you know oh yeah remember michelle pfeiffer when she made that big cameo well now she's in all of it and remember when michael douglas was supposed to be a small role and now he's in all of it and uh you know evangelina Lilly, remember she's still trying to hang on to her career but she landed on a marvel role so you know because Lost didn't pan out as well as she'd hoped. Um, and then Paul Rudd is the glue. Paul Rudd is the glue. And I hate it because I love Paul Rudd and I don't want to see this movie. How long is this movie? Does anybody know? Three hours and 1700. Minutes. It's two hours and five minutes. Thank God Marvel made a movie that was under two and a half hours. So, um,. Night Halishly says, I am avoiding it because I'm afraid it might make me like Paul Rudd less. Uh, that Santa might be s- smart, mate. Yeah, let's see. Um, uh, Vince says, I think it would be more interested in a movie called Ant-Man, A-U-N-T, and the Wasp. Um, so, yeah, it'd be uh, Ant and Uncle So-and-So fighting a hornet's nest. Uh, that that would be That would be fun. Uh, but yeah, I just I don't know. And Ant Man was my the only movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I was like, this one's all right. Then they did the second one, and I uh, I don't even remember it. And wasn't it about like a I don't remember I don't remember anything about Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, Ant Man and the Wasp. There was the girl that uh, was phasing. She like phased through stuff. She wore the white suit. She's called like Ghost. And, oh, um, that's right. They also fought, um, what's that, oh, Walton Goggins. Yeah, Velvet Santa says the Walter Goggins stuff. Yeah. Um, and he's he's fun, but 
I, you know, it's more Marvel. These movies, I have read that even Marvel fans are getting kind of annoyed and tapped out at at all of these Marvel movies. Good. You know, because there's just so much, all the shows, all these movies that you have to feel like you have to watch. If, you know, they're coming out, it's like, well, you got to watch it. And it's just, can we give these costumes a break? You know, where was the timeline the 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 the, the diver- divergent timeline when uh, Green Lantern came out and everyone said comic book movies are dead, we're moving on, and then the timeline fractured and there was probably a happy, peaceful, you know, like world utopia timeline that everyone like all wars have ended and it's like wild stallions <laughs> like rule and we everyone's being excellent to each other and partying on. And then there's the timeline that we're in where we they were like, nope, psych only comic book movies forever. And um Yeah, yeah why couldn't we be in the Wild Stallions universe? That's where I want to be, dude. Mm-mm-mm. Also, if someone can give me a lead on a phone booth, I've been. I want to buy a phone booth, and I want to. I want to restore a phone booth and put it here in the studio, and I want to restore it to make it look like the the Bill and Ted. Put phone the booth. antenna on top with it together with, the, with the bubble gum. Bubble gum. Yeah. The bubble gum umbrella frame. Trust me, I would. I would replicate it completely, but I need. To, no, not a British Doctor phone. No, not a Doctor Who phone. Then booth. when it's Halloween, I can come in as Rufus and I can step out of the, the phone booth. Yes. Um, you know, Rufus! I need a phone booth in my life. I've always wanted one. I have a pay phone. I don't have a phone booth. And it would go it would go right over here in the studio. And it'd be lit up and it'd be beautiful. If anybody has a friend that has an affordable, not like a $2,000 piece of shit phone booth, which I see on Facebook Marketplace every now and again, but like something 500 bucks. And, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be in perfect condition. But as long as I've got some bones to work with. But anyway, keep an eye out. Um, okay, well, that's what's coming out in theaters this weekend. And let's talk about some movies um i'm not gonna get a grocery store blood pressure tester says uh, velvet santa um uh, melody mayhem on youtube said affordable ha 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 like i mean yeah 500 bucks i'd say that that's a that's an affordable phone booth for a, a, a non-functional aluminum box with plexiglass like i think 500 dollars. i would pay that um mark landry over on youtube says ask Rhonda's roadhouse if they want to get rid of that phone book i have tried I tried to ask the old owners back when uh, when it wasn't Rhonda's Roadhouse. I need to go, and they took the somebody took the phone out of it. You used to have a uh, used to have a phone. I shot a, a a short film with a friend of mine on eight a uh, sixteen millimeter film or eight millimeter film because you cut it in half, and uh, it was called Roll the Tapes. And I was I, and I stepped out of the phone booth. And um, anyway, whatever. Um, I want the walk in, not the half ones. It has to be the one with the door because how else are you going to traverse the time tubes if you're if you're if you don't have a door to close? Anyway, all right, let's. We'll move on because we we only have 15 minutes left. We have two movies to talk about. We got to do this. I'm going to jump into Missing. Um, this movie's been out for a couple of weeks. Um, it is um, starting to slip out of theaters right now. It is from. Oh, I remember seeing the trailers for this dumbass. It's movie. the same production team that brought the other same movie about social media. Where um, which one? They've made a slew. Of well, those. you know the one where um, what is yeah. huh? Yeah, uh, the dude from. Harold you were about and to Kumar. say Harold from no, Harold and Kumar. No, I was going to say Harry. Uh, what is his name? The dude. Well, anyway, he like he was the dad and looking for his daughter and used the internet and emails. Same production company, and honestly, this movie feels exactly the same. Um, it's directed by Nicholas Johnson and Will Merrick. Uh, same writers. It's uh, starring you know um, Ava Zaria Lee uh, and or Ava Lee, excuse me. Um, it's got Tim Griffin in it, of course, uh, Nina, Nia Long, and then Ken Lung, who is always a bad guy. Uh, he plays a bad guy a lot, or a bad guy adjacent person. And this movie is about a daughter, um, her parent, her mom, and her um, mom's boyfriend go on a trip to Colombia, and they're on vacation, and they don't come back in the airport, and something goes crazy, and it's another one of those like. I don't want to use it's not analog because it's not like on uh, it's found footage so it's all told through like webcams and FaceTime and screen sharing and 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 going through uh, emails which gets my problem with movies like this 
is there are scenes that need to be shot from a non like this camera just happened to be framed up perfectly point of view it was my problem when i first saw it in that movie with the superpowers uh where the guy and he like summoned all the cell phones to 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 surround him uh, just so we could get an angle of that right and you know who leaves their camera like wide open on their desktop all the time chronicle yeah it was so ridiculous but that was that's my problem with some of these movies is there's not always a good frame, and if there was, this mystery would have been solved a lot longer uh, or a lot earlier in the movie. But it, it, um, it just this movie wasn't bad. It just was kind of weird and pointless, and it's like a story we've seen before. And you're like, everybody's the bad guy, and she's solving this crime on her laptop by, you know, uh, this this was definitely a big sales pitch for Apple devices. You know, there was it, there was no okay okay Google's. It was all like Siri. Like Siri saved the day, right? And if they had just splashed an Apple logo at the end of this movie, um, it would have made a lot more sense. But it was all just about how having an i watch and Siri in your home is just You're going to so many people's devices right now. It's gonna it's gonna save your life because guess what? Someone is always watching you, and that should be the downside of of you know, wanting to adopt all this technology is because, wow, it was crazy. Um, Let's see. Dina says, there was something new in novels that similar stories being told in born digital material like text, emails, and screenshots. I hate it so much. Uh, Adam Sparks says, I thought it was okay, but felt kind of like a slightly better Lifetime movie. Yeah, I mean, I didn't hate this movie. I, you know, it was an enjoyable thriller. What I did get aggravated at is, it man, it really made me think about how technology is really horrible and awful and boring and oversaturated and like all the tweets and the TikToks and the social media and the YouTube. I mean, as we sit here on all three social medias and about to upload it to a fourth and we're podcasting, like I, it just, it really makes you realize how in a very short amount of time, because smartphones have only been around for just over a decade, right? And, uh, you know, I think 2009 was the first edition of the iPhone, if I'm not mistaken. iPhone wasn't the first smartphone. I had an HTC way before iPhone existed. Well, I'm, well iPhone was the one that, that put them in everybody's hands. You being you Mr. Know. Apple shilling boy. I've never owned an Apple iPhone in my life. I've always been an Android user. Uh, and I was an HTC fanboy up until the, the, the uh, I, I got my OnePlus because the HTC phone sucked um, this year. 2007. There you go. Okay. So I knew it was just over a decade. I had the, uh, I had a HTC before that. Well, they, they, they made, uh, we're not talking in that time. It doesn't ta- matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, just how fast the entire world has changed because of it, you know, and where we're always make taking selfies and we're always looking at cameras and we're always recording stuff. And, um, I don't know. I, I, I don't think my takeaway was this really stressed me out at how much we rely on social media and technology to kind of track everything that we do. And, you know, they, they, the, her ability to track everything via social media was kind of seen as a heroic thing when really it was just like, Oh my God, this is creeping me out at how much access to literally all of my movements and communication that, that, the world has like it's yeah. it's terrible just so like weird guys can pop in your dms and say bobs and Bagina. exactly i mean do we is that is that progress is that where we are um but you know i mean this movie was just a standard yeah, it was a standard kidnap thriller you know the twists weren't super twisty um i i will say that uh ava zaria lee was was pretty um great um, you know, it, it had a it had a great cast um, of 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 young actors. Uh, you know, you had uh, Joaquim de la Media as Javi, and Javi was the 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 greatest part of this movie. Um, he was for a guy that's normally cast as a bad guy, like he's. I mean, from going he's back the to Three Brazilian. Amigos, he's the Brazilian that they stole from in Fast, and, and, Fast Furious. and Furious. He's always like a bad guy, but he was the most lovable. 
Was uh, he in Three Amigos? He was in Desperado uh, as a bad guy. Is, I can't remember if he... No, is he the, the guy that... No, there's the other guy. He was not in Three Amigos, but there's another guy that kind of looks like him who is was just like... And I know this is going to sound, you know, incredibly racist because this is what those people were thinking because you got a studio of uh, people were really racist back then. He was the whitest looking Mexican actor of the time, you know, and that's why he was don't eyeball me like I'm a, I hate it when you fucking do that. I'm just saying there's, a, um, there's a, like a, well, somebody's got to talk about it because this is what those executives were doing. Um, and uh, anyway, yeah, and, and, and he was getting cast in all these roles because, unfortunately, he was the whitest-looking guy, you know, and it wasn't until many years later when people actually started casting people that looked like the people they needed to cast. Thanks for the gift, so. Um But, you know, this guy has been in movies for, uh, yeah, geez, since the 1980, early 1980. Like, wow, he's been in everything. Um, but he's always a bad guy. He's, like, always a bad guy, and he was the most lovable dude in the entire movie and I loved him. Um so yeah. Um you can check it out. It's 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 a thriller. It's it's definitely a Netflix thriller. It's something that you could kill time watching. You don't have to pay attention to the whole thing. There's no big twists and turns. So there you have it. Anyway, that was the movie that I watched and let's hear about a Telugu film because yeah. Jake's going to tell us about a movie that you can't see. Yeah, you can. Dude, it's out there. I, I saw it. I found it. I went and watched it. It has to be in 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 multiple theaters. What was the name of it? Amigos. Amigos. I'm gonna see if it was in the uh, the yeah. the theater was more than half full when I went and saw it. It is not even listed on the top t- uh, in the Billboard top 59. Well, that's a shame. We mates just had a treat. Maybe so. It is a brand new movie. It just All came right. out. Uh, so I went and watched uh, Amigos. It's a Telugu movie, uh, and the the thing about it is. Uh, it's called Amigos, probably because Three Amigos. Uh, the whole thing is there's a guy. Uh, he is uh, kind of like a well-off guy. He's like in, in a higher caste. Uh, you know, they're upper middle class, I would say. And um, what it is, um, he he finds this girl when he's at a business dinner. He kind of falls in love with her from afar, and he hears her turning away a suitor. So him and his uncle kind of like follow her around, and they hear every time she disses a suitor, and she always asks him the same question, if I have uh, my purse stolen, my cell phone stolen, and my necklace stolen all right after one another, which one do you go after? And every time they see someone, they answer a different one, and each time it's wrong. They're like, well, what's the answer? And the guy's like... I'm going to get this girl, you know, and he, uh, they go and they take their families and they offer for the, like the, the Alliance, the arranged marriage thing, India. Uh, and she kind of flubs it and, and, and makes it where it's not going to work. Cause she's just dissing the whole thing. But he, he talks to her and she goes, here's the thing. If, if the man that's going to get me has to be everywhere at one time, he has to be tireless to keep up with me. All these like inhuman feats that no one could do. So what he does is he goes on to a doppelganger website that's like... Find your doppelganger. Find your doppelganger. Yeah, okay. And it comes back and it's like, hey, you have a doppelganger. And it's like him, but a nerd. And and then it's like, oh, you guys have another doppelganger. And it's like him, but with a beard. And they're like, oh, let's meet up, you know. And then the, the bearded guy's like, yeah, let's meet up now. I want to meet up now. And they're like, well, we were going to wait like two weeks because we're in different parts of the country and stuff. And he's like, no, let's, let's hang out now. There's no better time than the present. And they all meet up and they're like, well, this is fantastic. And they all get along and they party together and they're like, this is great. And he goes, you know what, guys, I have a chance at this girl. Now that there's three of us, I can be everything she wants because she won't know that it's not me and I can be everywhere at one time and so they're like yeah that sounds like a great idea uh and by dressing the same acting the same and and being in the same place at once and then she arranges for three people to rob her and they stop all three of them at one time right uh and that makes it where she falls for him and and all of this stuff but through this process of course, the bearded one turns out to be an evil man. Of course. He is a internationally wanted criminal oh. arms dealer. That when are they not? Indian intelligence is after. The beard, right? just like Riker, the beard means evil. Right. Well, he shaves it off to be the... To disguise the, and yeah. look good. Yeah. And, uh, we should have known the beard was there. And so after you find out that he's evil, uh, of course, he tries to trap one of them in it. And the whole thing is 
the the intelligence was on to him. They were coming to get him, and he needed an out. So he he got on the doppelganger website to find a, a patsy to set up as another him. doppelganger. No, how many doppelgangers? No, that's why he got okay, on the gotcha. website, okay, gotcha. and he found the main character and the nerd one. So he got on the website first. No, the main character. Okay, it doesn't matter who was there first. Okay, uh, the point is. He's trying to take their place in their life. So uh, the movie has elements of comedy, romance, thriller. Uh, it kind of sets the up... The hallmarks of most Indian films. Well, most of them don't have like thriller or horror elements or okay. like the psychological like weird thing of someone's trying to literally take your place and your your life and everything like that. Uh, it, it becomes a pretty interesting movie. Um, it, it's definitely goofy. It's not one of the the best um indian movies of uh, that i've seen um in recent history or anything but it's not bad uh, i had a very good time in the movie uh there was uh, two rows of very rowdy people in the theater that had a great time during this movie um it it's twists and turns are definitely telegraphed uh and and you see them coming but it's still fun uh, it, it's fun nonetheless, but at, at some points it becomes like a th- uh, a slasher thriller movie for moments. Uh, but it's also was there a musical number? Uh, yeah, one or one, okay. one or two. Just make it sure. It also did like a wire foo thing that was pretty cool. Uh, but the, the weird part about it was it was the evil guy that was in the music number with the girl uh, talking about like. Um, their their uh, the love for each other and stuff like that. Basically, they go to a hotel and they're not married yet, and it's for like a uh, a friend of hers' wedding, and he's trying to bang up on her, and she's like, "Ain't gonna happen." So then they sing this music number for him to try and win her over, and she's like, "Never gonna get it, never gonna <laughs> get it, never yeah, basically. gonna get it." Oh, 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 oh. Uh, but it, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it it kind of breaks it up um, with the different genres mix in and and the thriller horror isn't something you see too often it's not like it's scary or anything but it's it's enough to be unsettling to a point uh mm-hmm. but it was fun it was enjoyable I, I i liked everything about it you know and how long was it uh two hours and 20 minutes okay uh, so including yeah the credits and all that kind of stuff I think it's full runtime was like two twenty two hours and twenty four minutes something Fairly like that. Fairly short. For it didn't last good. a little bit longer because our theater played a different Indian movie, uh, and everyone got up and left the theater. And then I was last to get up. I walked out, and I was like, "Oh, they're showing the wrong movie." And we looked at the marquee, and they go, "Yeah, what?" And I was like, oh, "I went and I which, told which theater was this? Springdale." Oh, okay. I went and I told them that the wrong movie was playing. I walked back around, and they were like, "Oh, did you?" I said, "I told them it's the wrong movie," and he goes. Are, are you in the right movie? I'm like, okay. <laughs> He's like, like uh, yeah. he goes, you know, it's Telugu, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. that's what I'm here for. Uh, it was a lot of fun. If you, if you do have access to the movie, uh, it's not a super long Indian movie. You don't have to worry about like needing an intermission or, or pee break or, or, or whatever. But uh, it was a good time. I, I liked the, uh, the mix of the genres. Uh, there's parts of it that are definitely super goofy, but it's overall very enjoyable. I, I had a good time with it. Right on. Well, uh, and it was called Amigos. Amigos. And it's playing locally uh, here. I don't know. Uh, it is a new movie. It did just come out, so not sure where it's playing because I'm not seeing it on our box office mojo listing. So uh, not sure if it's in a theater near you. But there you go. Um, and it may have another title. A lot of these movies are translated into different true. languages, and they're given different titles. I don't know what its title outside of the It says Amigos, it. like on its IMDb. Uh, yeah. So there you go. I don't know. Okay, well, it is time for the box office roundup. It is the last segment of our show. It is when we tell you what came out, uh, well, or what made money in theaters nationwide. We only give you the top ten in the United States. Um, Top ten in the United States, starting from number ten, working our way to number one. The reason we give you U.S. domestic numbers is because that is what studios look at when they're greenlighting sequels like Making Ship, which we talked about in the first part of the movie, or the show. So we're going to give you number ten and uh, work our way up to number one. Really interesting um, box office this week. So uh, Movie Albert says that movie is playing in Atlanta. Nice. So there you have it. Well, and Movie Albert said me and him like the same kind of movies. So uh, if you have the time to catch it, Movie Albert, that's one to, to think about. 
All right. Well, Jake, you want to hit number 10 and yeah. work our way up? Climbing up from number 11 and taking the spot of another Indian movie, Patan, is a plane. Brought in $1.2 million, bringing its domestic total to 30.8, which is enough to get a sequel. Wow. There it is. $30 is enough to just be like, we're printing money, baby. I guess it must have been a super cheap movie to make. It may have been. Yeah. Uh, and then number nine, dropping from number seven, and it's six week out. Megan uh, brought in two point four million. Its domestic total is just shy of ninety one million total. That's a lot for that. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> a lot bad for, for that a thriller. Movie. Yeah, yeah. A, little, a little horror thriller. Uh, and then hanging tight at number eight, and it's fourth week out. Missing, uh, which you went and watched, uh, coming in from Sony. I didn't. Only four that. weeks, dropping pretty low for only four weeks. Uh, two point five million brought in, bringing its domestic total to twenty six and a half, uh, and then. In its seventh week out, coming in at number seven, A Man Called Otto, Tom Hanks. He's out there doing that. $2.6 million for a man that yells about a cat. Uh, $57 million is its uh, domestic total there. Uh, and then a steep drop from number one just spiraled down in the second half yes. of the list. The bottom Over half. Over a 60% drop. Yeah. Knock That's at the right. cabin. And only its second week just got its ass kicked out of the top half of the list knock at the cabin 5.4 million 23.3 is its domestic total so far and i talked about it last week you did uh not looking good for that one Mm-mm. uh and most of that was probably to pay batista to be in that movie everyone's had nothing but great things to say about batista yeah so. i mean batista's performance was fantastic uh and then uh hanging tough at number five puss in boots uh Eight the last weeks. wish eight weeks out five and a half million dollars brought in this last week its domestic total $158.5 million, uh, which I saw an article comparing it and Black Adam, and they're like, suck it, Black Adam. Puss in Boots is whooping your ass. Black Adam was the only good part of Black Adam. I think if they would have done my boy Hawkeye correctly, uh, it could have been a, a much more lucrative and, and better movie. Uh, oh, Pierce Brosnan was good too, but there wasn't enough of him. Uh, and then number four, and it's second week out, 80 for Brady, uh, $5.8 million. $24.8 million. Uh, 80 for Brady has made more money than Knock at the Cabin. And has made more money than I uh, I thought. But, but you know, what's interesting, though, is people, uh, analysts and producers and all this stuff had been saying that, oh, you know, big screen comedy is dead. Well, look at 80 for Brady. There's obviously a market for, for some comedy there. So. It's there. Uh, and celebrating its 25th year uh, being re-released, Titanic hitting number three. We talked about that earlier. $6.7 million brought back in, which was enough to lift it back into third all-time. Uh, and then uh, talking about all-time movies and James Cameron, uh, number Avatar two. Avatar and Titanic in the Avatar same Avatar also the same time. climbed up a spot. It's so weird. Uh, it's ninth week out, $7.2 million. Avatar's domestic, nearly $650 million. Uh, James Cameron getting that money. And then number one, the new movie in theaters. Uh, the only new But only option. in 1,500 theaters. So, wow. Yeah, that's that's another thing to consider. How about that? Uh, Magic Mike's Last Dance. Why is it only in 1,500? That I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of very conservative cities that were afraid of this movie. But hmm. but I, I was reading some stuff online, and they were saying, like, oh, it's, it's, it's domestic box office isn't so magic. And I'm like, uh, bro, it's theater average is crushing. It's blown away everything. It's like double every other movie. Uh, it brought in $8.3 million for its total over the weekend. But its theater average is five point five thousand dollars uh fifty five hundred dollars is its average uh the next closest movie was titanic which was in twenty five hundred so a thousand more theaters and its theater average was twenty seven hundred bucks so dang dude yeah well there you have it that is our top 10 this weekend next weekend will probably be i I'm, i've got i'm gonna go see marlo uh for sure that's that's on my list i wow. love i love a detective noir so i'm gonna go see that uh, yeah um i'll see what indian movies are out uh vince and i gotta go see ant-man uh man it's gonna be packed and i don't want to deal with marvel nerds uh vince says he was hoping that i would review magic mike i think is what he's talking about i haven't seen the other two is well, it, you got some that, catching up to do. So what is this is the third one? You could do a weekend of Magic Mike and just uh, catch them up and just talk about the trilogy and review um, the trilogy. I'm okay. Why I'm, not? 
The fans demand it. I like Joe Manganiello, and I like Matthew McConaughey. And, there you and, go. Uh, Go see that greasy angel on stage. What's his name? What's the what's the name? Shaking that balls just for all your pleasure. All right, you just made it weird. That's what I'm not doing anymore. What? Don't be such a chicken. Channing Tatum. I like Channing Tatum. Step up. Yeah, Kevin Nash is in the first one as Velvet Santa pointed out. Kevin Nash is in John Wick. Kevin Nash is in TM uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two: Secret of the Use. I ate breakfast with Kevin Nash. Kind of in the same restaurant. In the same restaurant. We were the only people. That it's not wrestlers. like you were like, hey, Big Daddy, cool diesel. <laughs> I was just like, waffles with you. They were like yelling stuff at us while we're trying to eat our bacon. We're like, Ooh, I don't want to. yelling at you? Hey, nerds. Like, hey, you guys enjoying your breakfast over there? Oh, we got tons of bacon. Were they like, like, oh, yeah, hey, we are. Could, could you pass the napkins? Can we get some of your napkins? Do y'all have pepper over there? I need some pepper. And you were like, oh. Oh, I got your pepper right here. But uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, that's our show. We'll be back next week. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever it is you are comfortable viewing us. Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube. Just search for the Drive-In Speaker Box. There's a hyphen in Drive-In. Speaker Box is all one word. And as events just throw up on Twitch, you can check out our Discord. You can follow along and converse with us all week long. Um, thanks for everybody for tuning in. I am always your host, the Boom Operator, a.k.a. Bo. I'm the grip, aka Slick Doggy. You need to have a name that's film related. We got this 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 slick doggy stuff. We got a Bo's can... not film related. That's my actual name. Boom Operator is film related. Yeah, that's so why I'm Grip Slick Doggy. But but you need your actual. You need your name. We just, slick Doggy. But you didn't. You just said oh, never that's mind. my wizarding just... world name. Of course it is. It's. Uh... Okay, all right, guys. We're going to get out of here. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you next week or later on uh, the Discord. So, yeah. Peace out, guys. Bye. As you leave the theater, folks, please be careful. Don't let this happen to your car. Be sure to remove the speaker before you leave. If you should accidentally pull a speaker loose, please turn it in at our snack bar or box office. Thank you.